I'm ready. Cole? Yeah, I'm ready. <sighs> Welcome to the Gear Slum, your one-stop shop for all things star culture nonsense. I'm Aaron. I'm Phil. And I'm Cole. Weasel Bernard's a human man too! watched any documentaries lately yes would you like to tell us about one yes i have of them um yeah absolutely i would um so i've watched two episodes of i i'm assuming it's three total episodes of train wreck woodstock 99 um the first episode was about friday the second the episode was about Saturday. Oh. And so then I'm assuming there's one more about Sunday. But um So like here's the th- times a day. All right. I think. I believe so. Um so far. Um but here's the thing that made me mad is there's a guy Michael Lang, I believe, is the name of the dude who is kinda like um in charge of it and I I think it said at the beginning that he was like he was part of like the original Woodstock. Yeah, yeah, I think that's right. And so there's like three boomers who are like putting on Woodstock 99 and they say straight up like right, like very clearly um you know Woodstock is amazing blah 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 and they also say very clearly, um, we're trying to make as much money as possible. <laughs> of course. <laughs> so then, like, as the documentary goes on, you start seeing, like, okay, things are going south. And a number of the reasons things are going south is because they're trying to maximize, they've been trying to maximize profit for the, the year of planning that has gone into this. And these boomers are mad at these Gen X kids for um, not adhering to the spirit of Woodstock. Right. (laughs) And that's when I got super, super angry (laughs) because I was like, wait a minute. It's just a freaking cash grab. You, you're not you're gonna blame to this on them <laughs> yeah yeah that's like a very boomer that's like a very boomer take to be mad at somebody else yeah. for the problem you caused you know yeah yes. like i watched a little bit of it and they cut so many corners and like did like did all this stuff just to maximize profits that made it more dangerous and like less tenable and worse and then yeah of course it's going to turn to chaos yeah Cole, I mean, at one point they blame so, it on the music, so, which is such a like the opposite of the spirit of Woodstock. Yeah, yeah. it yeah. wouldn't have happened if Cole, it wasn't new metal bands. So Cole, <laughs> all, everybody's walking up to uh, which a lot should be blamed on new metal bands. Just for well, I mean, yeah, for for sure. Everybody's walking up to 
to like buy their tickets and security is making them throw away their food yeah and drink water bottles and their water <laughs> they're making them dump out their water and then yeah. inside a 3 day festival where it's 90 degrees on the first day and 100 degrees on the second day like on asphalt on yeah there's no shade anywhere and this is in 1999 this one woman said Buying a bottle of water in 1999 cost 65 cents, and at Woodstock it was four dollars for a six ounce bottle of yeah. bottle of water. It was four dollars, and it's like a thousand dollars in today's money. The kids, so the kids are getting pissed, and they're getting yeah. unruly, and then these boomers are like, "Why aren't they just like?" pitching in and picking up trash why don't they just comply <laughs> why don't you just be cool guys let us profit off of you and it's like you guys yeah it's i, I mean you, they're the worst you, you could you could maybe pull that card if you were actually trying to do what happened in 1969 where it was not about making profit yeah you were literally trying to do like peace and love and understanding right like it's like yeah i but, understand charging enough for tickets that you like make your money back but like if you're price gouging on food and water and like every little thing that's just that's yeah bad yeah it's so so evil and then to blame them yeah 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 you know totally i mean obviously <sighs> there were some like and cultural issues in that time that were problematic that probably exacerbated things but it's like you created yeah. this this environment that fostered that and then you claim no responsibility for it right right yeah it's freaking well hippies, and it, man hippies are the worst at another point at another point there was a dude who said he was 22 years old um in 1999 he was the youngest person on the planning co committee mm. and he he was looking at the list of of bands and what they had done is they had like all they had done is just looked at who the top selling right um bands were that's it who are the top selling bands and they were just like get those people get them get them yeah. get them get them and this dude i don't know his name he's 22 years old he goes i don't know if it's a good idea like to have a quarter of a million people show up when we don't have the like security to manage bands like i don't know what a crowd is going to do with limp biscuit and corn and rage yeah. against the machine I, like and they were like they're like shut up you don't know what you're talking about and he goes like, well we like have corn. you listened like, has the juice <laughs> they were like he the guy goes <laughs> at some point he he said it he realized that he was the only one in the room who had actually heard their music and these other guys were like no we're getting these bands because they're the highest selling bands right now and he's like but you don't even like you don't know what yeah. what they do they actually what they do is aggression that's what they do yeah they incite so, aggression yeah and and they had they had never even heard them before all they want to do is Dude. they want to break stuff. Like, it's literally, it's just pure 
teenage angst is like that's yeah. what Limp Biscuit is and Corn, which like as much as I don't like those bands, like that has its place. Like I I like yeah. angsty music too, just not that particular brand of it. But it's like it you have to yeah <laughs> you have to be cognizant of like what you're doing and and then it's like and then you get all those people and you're like. Okay, now we're gonna take all these like thousands of Limp Biscuit fans and make them listen to like Lisa Loeb, yeah, and like expect them just to be cool with it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they'll pick up so, trash. So while Aaron, Lisa yeah, coming. yeah. <laughs> so Aaron, I, you didn't listen to the uh, day two episode. I saw. I only watched like the first like ten or fifteen minutes of it. So of the first a, episode, I mean, there's a a a portion of where where Limp Biscuit is performing break stuff uh-huh. and he's he is doing everything you'd expect he's hyping up the crowd yeah at, as the song is building like in the middle he's like he's telling the crowd break stuff i want you to Two put break stuff. all all of your problems all of your yeah all of yeah. your anger when we when we go uh when we kick in i want you to kick in yeah and then he starts screaming give me something to break and they literally started physically tearing the place apart. Yeah, they started I saw that grabbing the other plywood and yanking one. it off of things. It was like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. they're gonna break stuff. They're breaking everything. Yeah, they're literally you love to break stuff. <laughs> and it's, it's like the name of the song. But it's like also that wouldn't have been a, a big deal if they hadn't been like this tension brewing for the last forty-eight hours already, yeah. right? Like they would have just been also, like, oh, cool, let's mosh really f- hard or something. And also, if the entire infrastructure wasn't so easily breakable, <laughs> right. because they right. had if cut every just... corner possible, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, wasn't it like they like built like a plywood wall around the thing, and they're like, "Oh, this looks like this looks ugly. Let's let people paint it." But it's still like just some trashy barrier that they put up. Like, yeah, uh, nineteen ninety nine was a wild time. Yeah, dude, it was pretty extreme. But it is interesting, like the narrative of of Woodstock '99. Even people who were like in music, it's like a lot of it is blaming it on the bands. It's like I don't exactly. blame Fred Durst Crazy. for that. Like he probably does that at every show. Like they're just playing yeah. at a concert. But you can't expect them to be like, okay, we're gonna play this song, but everyone just like be cool, just like be chill. <laughs> don't don't, <laughs> well, don't break anything. <laughs> There's a, yeah in the documentary there's a lot of guys blaming Fred Durst they're like it was his yeah. fault he like yeah. riled them up and then and then there's one guy who I don't know who he was but he was like some someone higher up in the planning committee and he goes I don't understand why people blame Fred Durst for that moment it's like yeah it's literally his job you can't tell like if you say if you invite a bear to come into your house and then you're pissed because it like destroys your house and like eats everything. Like, no, that's exactly that's yeah. what the bear does. Like, what they yeah. do. you knew the bear would do that, and then you're like mad that the bear did what the bear always does. Like, no, that's yeah. It's like you hire Bill Burr to like do your corporate thing, and you're like, why is he t- saying all these like politically incorrect jokes? Like, how dare you? Like, why would he do that? It's like uh, that's what he does. That's yeah, who he is exactly. And as far as he knows, that's why you hired him to be there. Like, Fred Durst isn't like, oh, I bet these people have never heard us before. That's why they got us on this festival. So we better, like, be calm now. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
we got to keep the spirit of Woodstock. <laughs> like, oh. and and also kind of like like what you guys were saying before. Like, even if it was like, okay, Fred, so we're paying you a lot of money to be here, and um, just so you know, the crowd is like kind of upset because yeah uh the food is expensive and it's really hot and we haven't provided any shade for him so could you please take it easy i'd be like screw no. you i'm not taking it easy because you guys can't get your stuff together like this no kids are i'm going upset I'm doing... that we've been ripping them off <laughs> yeah and terrorizing yeah. them for two days exploiting them for two days yeah. <laughs> terrorizing them yeah so could you please take it easy because we have been doing a bad job intent like basically intentionally screwing them too it's like yeah how there's like how could you not have anticipated that i i mean i don't know i guess that it's crazy it's just yeah it's it boggles the mind like the greed involved in like making people dump out water bottles so that you can then make them buy new water bottles mm -hmm. it's insane but they were also saying, like, yeah. didn't they say that like they hired they like hired a third party to do like all the concessions? So then, yes, I'm sure like part of that company's contract is like, okay, we'll do it, but you can't allow them to bring in anything from outside. Right. They and they did it. They hired the third party because it was the cheapest way to do it. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, and then the other thing was the security. <laughs> the guy Michael Michael Lane goes. Of course, we didn't have police officers because, like, that would like really Not hurt. So like, oh. no, he said that the would morale. hurt. <laughs> that would hurt what we're trying to accomplish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we couldn't have law enforcement. So instead, we had um, I can't remember what they they their security didn't even say security. It had some stupid, um, yeah, you know, <laughs> stupid thing written on it. And this one guy that they were interviewing, he was 18 years old when he got the job. Like, hey, we'll pay you 500 dollars. Yeah a day to to do security for this event yeah they're like day laborers <laughs> yeah and he he said that um somebody came up and goes hey um and there was no accountability for for doing the doing security sure um somebody walks up to him and goes hey um how much would it cost to get get me backstage and he's like i'm not gonna get you backstage they're like i'll pay anything and he goes well the only way you could get backstage is if you're wearing a shirt like this and then they're like, how much for the shirt? And he goes, $400. And this girl goes, okay. And gave him $400. He took the shirt off and he handed it to her. And then he he walked around the corner and pulled the second one in his backpack out of his yeah, backpack and put, and it, put on. it on. <laughs> Why didn't he just give her the one out of the backpack? Because that would make one. That would that would ruin the mystique. Oh, the illusion. What... Then she's like, I'm not paying $400 if you have two of them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just steal your backpack. <laughs> Yeah, now that I know I'm not actually taking your position. You know. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. He's like, I just $400. My... Yeah, that's like $20,000 in today's money. <laughs> I just, I love inflation humor. It's, my it's great. Do you ever watch like The Price is Right? Like the old, I used to, I, <laughs> I used to watch a lot of Game Show Network. <laughs> When I was yeah. growing up and like on the old prices, right? They're like, you want a new car? It's $2,000. <laughs> like, yeah. That always like boggled my mind as a kid. I was like, wait, what? And it's like, it's a pretty nice car. It's like almost $3,000. Like, wow.
I could never afford that in my everyday. Well, and it's crazy to see how some things change so drastically and others don't very much at all. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like I'm, <laughs> I know it's like really dumb, but I every time I go to like Target or Walmart, I'm like, how are these flat screen TVs like three hundred dollars? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, seriously. <laughs> like, what is happening? I paid like a thousand dollars in like I remember graduating in like from college in like two thousand seven, and we paid like a thousand dollars for like a thirty inch flat screen TV. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I'm like, oh, now I could buy like a seventy inch one for like four hundred bucks. And it's way better. This is the section of the podcast where we first criticize boomers and then become <laughs> boomers. <laughs> no, but it's just like, it's crazy. Like, but then, yeah, but they, I don't know. It's like, it's just technology, you know? It yeah. gets cheaper, but it just boggles the mind. Some also, it's cheaper. Listen to this. Okay. This someone said, oh, I, on Facebook, some guy I'm friends with is like, what's better, um, The Breakfast Club from 1985 or um, Empire Records from 1995? Oh, my gosh. That like me so angry. How is that? No, I was like, but I was like the most. I was thinking Empire Records was, like, was older than that. I was like, it's crazy to me that those movies are only 10 years apart. Yeah. Oh, that is weird. Like that's yeah. like I was like, wait, what? Yeah, that's how is wild. that even possible? They seem like so vastly different. But I'm like, that's only because I'm old. <laughs> like, <laughs> to anyone who's who's like under thirty now, like 1995 might as well be another planet. <laughs> well, I wonder and... how much I wonder how much of that is influenced too by like because the technology in the movie is the technology that's like portrayed in the movie. Because on one hand, the the difference in yeah, technology from true. 85 to 95 is enormous. But yeah, the technology yeah. displayed in the movie isn't, like, you don't really see anyone, like, emailing or anything in Empire yeah, Records. Are there, but, like, cell phones in Empire Records? I don't know. No, maybe, like, Rex has one or something because he's yeah. rich. But, but also, like, I wonder if part of it is influenced by the actual filmmaking technology. Like, the film just looks better, you know? Yeah, and... Like things just are just different in the '90s than they were in the '80s. Yeah. Which, for whatever reason, like way more different than they are from 2020, like from 2012 to 2022. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. I think, like stylistically, even. I think it also has to do with you, Aaron, going through like exactly very yeah. very dramatic changes in that ten year yeah. period. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like I watched Empire Records, like. I remember when it like watching it in like middle school or high school but, and you related to it like on a yeah. peer level. I was 3 years old when Breakfast yeah. Club came out. So like by the time I watched that it was like that's an old movie already. Yeah, these are like yeah, old it's like an people, a period piece kids. basically. Yes. Yeah, yes. exactly. <laughs> so that's what I was thinking like I I I wonder how different, like if someone, that's what I'm saying, like someone 10 years younger than me would watch Empire Records and they're like, oh, this is like an old 90s movie. Even it though. Is, it is also crazy because people talk about how technology advances so much, but like it doesn't really that much anymore. At least hardware, especially. Yeah, I mean, it's like, like software. Yeah. Like AI gets better and like. I don't know what, like self-driving cars or something like that. But like yeah. the iPhone came out in 
2008 or something, 2007. Yeah. And like, we all still have iPhones that are basically the same, you know? Yeah. I mean, if you went back and they're just incrementally better. Yeah. It's like crappy, but it's still like, that was like like between 85, like between 1990 and 2000, that is an insane jump. Yeah. Like you went from like like, only rich people had CD players to like, now I have Napster and I'm burning CDs on my home computer. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And people have cell phones. Well, yeah. just so <laughs> I was listening to the uh, the Hills podcast, Aaron, mm-hmm. um, and they were talking about how Bro- Brody made the point that like they all had cell phones, but they didn't have smartphones. Yes, and yeah. Yeah. the way that they interacted with each other, he goes, he goes. I was watching the show, and it was so crazy to watch the way that we interacted with each other because it was not that long ago. But then just that one difference of, you know, going from yeah. like cell phones to smartphones, people interact totally different. Like when you go and hang out, and yeah. this is not something that I've ever done, but like you when a group out. of them go to the club and hang out now versus then, mm-hmm. just a few years before smartphones, like they would talk to each other. And yeah. now they don't like they they're everybody is on their own phone like yeah or you're like and, um, oh I'm gonna look something up real quick to like figure that out yeah, yeah it, like Google you're you always Google whatever you want anytime like it ends you're a lot of conversations on your phone yeah well um, and like people used also to talk said, on the phone like I I do yeah. everything I can to like text instead of talk on the yeah phone. I hate like, talking on the phone but it's bad. <laughs> Like the results of it, it's not like a healthy thing. Yeah, yeah. To want to avoid speaking to somebody. It's because but... if I text you, I can like text you and still not actually interact with you. It's just like, yeah, and be doing I'm something else with or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I don't have to actually give you attention. Yeah, <laughs> it's bad. If you're listening to this podcast and you're also scrolling on some other app, you are bad. You need to. You're yeah, a bad person. Stop it. Burn in hell, probably. For like a minute. For like a minute. I mean, we all will. For a minute. Just for a minute. It's cool. You can come back. I'm not like... Do you know what hasn't changed in last year? In the last 10 years? Uh, no. Is Phil's game. Oh. It'll true. never change. You do it have a game never changed. Game, it It was and is and is to come. Oh. That's um, blasphemous, dude. Is it? Now you are going to spend a minute in hell. In a minute. Yeah, you just said that your game is is Jesus. Men and woman to pump me up. I've only heard that song on TikTok. Yeah. Walking in my Melissa Yussie. There are many songs that I've only heard on TikTok, and then I hear them on the radio, and I'm like, oh, that's what the the rest of that song sounds like. Okay, let's... Let's Fabulous. stop talking about TikTok and Let's do our game. Let's do this game today. Okay. Okay. Um. So I'm gonna this mute is myself until you finish reading. Good. This is everyone's favorite international game. Guess that pedal review. <laughs> and our first 
our first game contestant of the evening is um by Billy five star review titled Custom Mode is absolutely perfect. United States November 12th, 2021. I have zero complaints. I will always love the original Swedish chainsaw tone on its standard mode, but the custom mode is indescribable. Usually have to tune my guitar to at least drop C to get the fabled chainsaw tone, but in custom mode, it's works in all tunings. Most importantly, this pedal is insanely loud and is a hell of a lot less noisy than most clones. Have finally can finally say I won't be chasing the perfect pedal uh, effect name tone any longer. It is the Boss HM2W. HM2? The Waza craft version. Yeah, the Waza HM2. Crap. Is that a thing that people say <laughs> specifically about? The uh, Swedish Chainsaw is like a very... It, yeah, that's a heavy metal or the HM2 thing. Yeah. And then we, I it's didn't like know what if the it models, was like... That's what the models are always called in like a Helix or whatever. Yeah. And that's the just custom, the tone people refer to. May, I, as soon as you Damn said it. custom, I knew it was a Waza pedal. Yeah. That's good though. What happened was all the all the like Swedish death metal bands used the HM2. That is a Why? perfect example though of the fact that you really do have to be as annoyingly vague as you are. Yeah. Otherwise it ruins it. <laughs> yeah, if you would have if you would have taken out chainsaw, it would have been a lot harder to guess. If I- I said Swedish and left off chainsaw. No, I, I would have had to say remove Swedish chainsaw. Well, but I'm just saying it's a it's a if demonstration of the chainsaw. fact that you don't actually cut out too many yeah. words. You cut out Swedish just enough chainsaw. to make it interesting because otherwise it wouldn't be interesting. Yeah, I try. Yes, and yeah, I, the only know. reason I not cut that out is because exactly you did not aware that it was. Yeah, you thought it was yeah. like a quirk of that reviewer to call it that. The next review. Okay. All right. And right. I thought you... it was a thing that he was making up. Okay. Next review is by Dearden. D E A R D O N. Dearden? Deardon? Deardon. 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 Um, this is a five star review titled It Does a Few Things and It Does Them Well. August 21st, 20. 21. I'm sure people vary, but having a pedal that does a few things really well is now more important to me than a multi-effects pedal that can do a million things. Now, I would rather have the five things on the multi-effects pedal that you truly like as separate pedals. You push a button. And hey, presto, it makes a sound you like. I gave my son the 350 
dollar pedal effect and use this for pedal effect instead bearing in mind i have a fender twin with effect built in as my main effect <laughs> it does one crap it does one more or less really good effect rather than 15 i have had to put it near the beginning of my effects chain because I use an overdrive Greer Lightyear boost and another effect. And all that boosting was too much for the pedal name and distorted the circuit in a really bad way. I love it for lead tones over chord progressions I record on my looper. So is it a tremolo? No. Is it a delay? A reverb? Wait, he said he has a he said he had a a twin? Yes. But has it built in? So this is a spring reverb of some kind? Is it a reverb? Is it reverb? Yes. Oh. Why were you being so weird about it? Because you said spring reverb. Oh. Is so it, what uh, did he sell like a big sky? Did he give his big sky to his kid or something like that? Is that what he was saying? He or didn't say sky. the brand. Oh, he oh, just he said, said my three hundred and fifty dollar reverb pedal. Yeah. Is it a Hall of Fame? Two? No. Is it a the Walrus one? The R one? No. Is it's it a just a reverb pedal. Is it full tone? No. Does it have multiple types of reverb? Reverb? Yes. I mean, yeah. Is it uh, like an RV? Is it boutique six or something? It is boutique. Is it like a? Is it a Keeley? No. Is oh, it a man. company that's known for mostly digital effects? No. Is it, is it very well known? Yes. JHS? No. MXR? No. That's not, oh, that's boutique. not a boutique. Ah, jinx. Oh, is it a Matthews? Is it like a Cosmonaut or something? No. Is it uh It's not a walrus pedal? No. Is it a Keeley? I said that already. Uh, boutique? Is it like Is a it Maris? a Strymon? Mm. No, Colt. Aaron, what'd you say? Maris? Maris. No. I'm thinking the Maris is what he gave to his kid. Is it like Super Boutique or is it one of the big box boutique brands? No, it's a bigger BBBs. It's one of the BBBs. Is it the Wampler? Is it a Wampler? So it said Wampler, Keeley, JHS. Yeah. It's not that Source Audio one. I get Source Audio and Bill's drinking his Nalgene no. and Maris okay. mixed up. Aren't yeah. Source like in your mind? That's like a reasonable thing to confuse, right? Yeah, I think Source Audio is a little bit more mainstream, and Maris is a little yeah. bit like quirkier. But so it's one of yeah, the. They have very oh, is it Earthquaker? Oh, nice. Yes. Oh, is it? Oh, it's not the Ghost Echo. Which one is it? Is it the Avalanche Run? No. 
is it it's is, just reverb and nothing else it has yeah. multiple modes on it it's not like is it the afterneath no wait does it have multiple modes mm, not really he said it oh. does a few things well but oh is it the dispatch master yes there we oh, go okay. that's got delay on it too 69 points for cole so th and it is a spring reverb i mean it's it's is like it? a it's, it's like a an analog reverb. delay yeah, yeah. in a spring reverb basically or maybe it's maybe it's an yeah. it might i don't know i can't remember but it, it's a very like kind of standard like it's like the selling point sound. is that it's very like basic like it has two, two knobs, knobs for yeah it's like delay knob and reverb knob right well it has four knobs so it has two for each effect oh, so like okay. it has repeats and like time on the re on oh, the delay yeah. and then it has i don't know like i think it has like a reverb and, and like and then a blend, blend or, something. or something yeah um it's a cool it does sound great that's a great i love i i own one and i use it it's nice. it's great i wonder though if it's like what type of reverb it actually purports to have. I was thinking it was like maybe just like a hall kind of thing. Maybe so, yeah. Just kind of like a nondescript. That is a great like reverb. <laughs> I kind of agree with like getting rid of your crazy multi effects and getting a dispatch master though. Like I totally can, you know. Yeah. yeah. That's like a totally valid thing to do. So anyways. Uh, We're losing massive Phil. reverb is able to produce everything from subtle ambience oh. ambiance to a shimmering pool of echo. Yeah, it does kind of have a little bit of shimmer on it. It's just like a digital. Maybe it's an, yeah, maybe that's just kind of a digital reverb. It's like their own, whatever. Yeah, it's not okay, really. Phil, do you have another one for us? Yep. Specifically, is it okay? The last. Review du right, jour. Let me mute myself one more Good. time. Good job, Aaron. Good job muting yourself. Everybody, mute. Aaron actually muted himself. He's muted and he's not going to talk while I read. <laughs> but I am watching my colleagues Making make inappropriate hand gestures. Oh, is that soaking? That's soaking. That's what that is. <laughs> Aaron's doing a soaking gesture. <laughs> He's doing a soaking gesture. Still on mute. Still on mute. Very, very good. Okay. The last review du jour is by Amazon Buyer. Clever name. This is a four-star review. A decent effect with some weirdness. May 5th, 2022. I like this effect on my board, although it kind it's kind of a pedal that does one thing and the knobs don't do much. The depth knob doesn't affect effect like other effect I've used. Not that it's a huge problem since high depth on effect tends to sound ridiculous. 
but this pedal seems to be going for subtlety as I have to max the depth to get the effect to affect the input nicely. Kind of strange. Once it's dialed, it's great, but there are probably better effect pedals out there with more control and variety. Is it like flanger or phaser? No. Is it a chorus? Is it tremolo? It is a chorus. How many knobs does it have? Aaron, that is an excellent question. Thank you. It has five knobs. Is it, it's not a TC Electronic Corona? No. Oh, is it that MXR analog chorus? Yes. Nah. Is it really? 69 <laughs> points for I, I always remember because they're tiny little knobs, right? They're, yes. like, they're like in a row, right? Or are they like in an X? They're like shape? offset. It's two oh, and it's three. Like, it's like it's a like normal size pedal like that w. has five little knobs on it. Yeah. yeah. Dude. I got one Very right cool. for once. Very cool. I, you got two of them. Yeah. yeah. You've got, um, you really got three of them. I just said it first, but. Oh yeah, because I got the. I um. I disagree with him that it's not good. I think that's a great freaking pedal. For I thought he said it was good, but like the knobs don't do anything. It's just so subtle, it's like, right? The range said. doesn't have the range he's expecting. Mm. Right. But I mean, he's saying he normally said. if I... you turn the depth all the way up, it goes ridiculous. But on this, it doesn't. Yeah, yeah, I see. But it sounds like he doesn't want it to be ridiculous, so it, it's a weird complaint, right? Yeah, it is a weird complaint. Um, why can't I have this a pedal doesn't do that does anything a thing that I don't want it to do? That I don't <laughs> want. Yeah, I want it to do things I don't want so that I can. That some pedals do, do but I don't want it to anyways. I want to have the option to sound bad if I like want to sound bad. Yeah, but I don't want to. Stupid idiot. <laughs> oh, so I watched. I was watching this um this Sweetwater video that was like um with Josh Scott, and he was going through the top, um like the top. He had a list of the top thousand selling, like the top selling pedals that from Sweetwater, and he was like going through the like the top five hundred and like picking random ones out and talking about them. But what do you think the number one selling pedal from Sweetwater is? Is it like, is it a tube screamer? Is it a total shock? Uh, it's not a tube screamer. A it's DS1? a little shocking. It's not a DS1. Am I close though? Kind of. Is it boss? It's not boss. I'll, I'll tell you this. It's very cheap. Oh, is it a soul food? Even cheaper. Oh, like significantly cheaper. <laughs> Do we even know Cheaper what it is then? Food? I, you would have heard of it. It's it's a known, it's a very well known brand and a pretty well known pedal. Oh, it's cheaper well, than Soul Food, and we know what it is. It's, it's way one of cheaper the, than Soul Food. Is it one of those TC fifty dollar pedals? It is not, but that is close because of. Is it Behringer? It's a Behringer pedal. Yes. No, one of the plastic ones. The yeah, the Behringer Distortion. No. <laughs> Just oh, which us. one is it? It's the Behringer SF300 Super Fuzz. $29 oh, the fuzz orange, pedal. The, the orange, orange one. one. Yep. $29. Yeah, yeah. 
That's the number one selling, I'm pretty sure all time, number one selling pedal from Sweetwater. All time, dude. Yeah. I mean, how long has that been around? 10 plus years? Yeah, probably. $29. But it's one of those things that's like, it's so cheap that like, you can just buy it on a whim and it doesn't really matter. It's crazy though, that like, if you had $30 to spend on a pedal... Yeah, I mean, a lot of it is probably, like, parents buying it for their kids or something. Yeah, but if you have $30 to spend on a like, pedal, like, what else are you going to get that's, like, good? I mean, you're going to get something used, right? Like, we are, but that's not the normal, like... But even $30, like, there's not a whole lot you can yeah, use, even it's true. at 30 bucks. It is weird how, like, even a pedal that's $60 new yeah, is going to drop like all the way. Yeah, you're going to 40 50 bucks. Yeah, because what's the difference if it's 40 or 30 Like, no, I'll pay yeah, 40 yeah, whatever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That Dude, that's that was like, so funny that's pretty wild it's like it's that and then i think the rat was number two mm. and then there's that, like a bunch is that a bunch of loopers. the rat has had like a total renaissance too yeah, right yeah and i it's, wonder it's interesting because the rat is both mainstream and like kind of like it's like a cult following too so if you're like i need a distortion pedal you're like oh this is a hundred dollar distortion pedal i'll buy that one like everyone knows the rat. It's like, like I went to sell, <laughs> I went to, I went to Sam Ash the other day and I took in like a, a boutique pedal that I was like, just trying to get rid of quick. And the dude's like, I've never even heard of this. Like everyone has heard of the rat. Like they're, you're not totally. going to take it in and they're like, Oh, I've never heard of this. Well, and it also went through that cycle of like, it was, it was lesser known and then it was super mainstream. And then it yeah, became, yeah. you didn't see it a lot for a while because boutique pedals kind of took over. Yeah, yeah, it like in the early cool. in the early 2010s, and now it's totally back, right? Yeah, like people want to have a rat on their board, and I think Tube Screamer right. probably suffers because there's so many clones, and also there's like, do you get the 808 or do you get the TS9? Yeah, or like the Maxon 808. Like there's yeah, so many yeah. like versions. There's too many of, of them. That it's like probably if you combined all of them, Tube Screamer style pedals. And I feel like one. there's a lot. I feel like tube screamers, a lot of the, a lot of the other tube screamers people recognize as having improvements, but there's yeah, a ton yeah. of rat clones out there. And a lot of people still say like, well, the rat is still one of the best. You know what I'm saying? Like that's yeah, a more, yeah. that's a more common thing with rat pedals than it is with tube screamers. I feel like. Yes. Dude, yeah. So, so like you can get the, the plumes for 99 bucks, which is like the same as you would pay for a i've been as tube screamer and it has way more options like it's yeah way better arguably whereas totally. if you buy like another hundred dollar rat clone it's like this is just a rat and it really is like there haven't been there have been versions but they're like obfuscated right it's like the well and like the rat too like when they put it in the new box like that's it hasn't really changed since then totally i don't think I mean, I'm sure internally maybe there's been some changes, but it's not like they put out a new version. Remember the little rat? Yeah, it still exists. Yeah. Well, that's like pretty new, isn't it? Yeah, it just came out like. Remember the rat? So the rat cable, dude. Yes, rat, the rat tail. tail. The rat tail. The little rat is so little. It's like insane. It's weirdly. It's yeah. so. It's like why would you? It's such a funny little. It looks girl. like a little, uh, like a little amp channel switch. Yeah, it's probably and, what it is. And then and the it picture, has like the tiny little knobs, dude. The pictures of it don't really, it they don't give you a good idea of the scale. It needs to be like next to a pencil or something, you know. 
you like got to focus quarter. focus on the foot switch though, and look how big the foot totally looks. On and the, the jacks back. when that's you look the, at the back, the, yes, the yeah, jacks the look jacks. enormous. <laughs> so weird, it's so tiny. Like who, who was asking? I get like, I want a rat, but I want it to be smaller. But at the same time, like, I feel like we're kind of past the point of like pedal board real estate. Yeah, yeah. Aren't we a little bit? It seems like it. Well, especially because like, the rat like had top jacks anyways, which on a lot of people's boards saves space, yeah. right? <laughs> and there's so many, like everyone, there's so many new, like I feel like pedal boards were limited in like what your options for an actual pedal board were before. And now there's like massive yeah. pedal boards that you can get that are like, yeah. you don't have to worry about what you can Like, hey, I got really. this shelf at Ikea and I can only fit what I can on it. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's not like as standardized as it used to be. It's so it's so small. <laughs> it's truly cute. It's adorable. You know what else is adorable? No. Friendship. Oh dang, bro. Friendship is adorable. Friendship? I actually wasn't keeping track of the time, so I don't know if it's time for friendship, but I think it's I want been it to be. plenty of time. It's been plenty of time. <laughs> you know what? Friends are friends forever if the Lord is the Lord of them. And a friend will mm -hmm. not say never because uh, a friendship never ends. It's hard to let you go, but in the Father's hands we know that a lifetime's not too long to live as friends. So everyone out there, especially you, Phil, and you, Cole, thanks for friendship. Mm. His name is Colch. Colch. Just call me Colch. I was thinking you could spell it like C-O-L-E-C-H, but then it would be like college. College. Colic. College. Is that college? I'm going to college. I have to get good grades so I can go to college. College. <laughs> Mr. George. That's one of my favorite guys. <laughs> that guy is so good. It's very funny. Oh, man. It's quality stuff quality tent well this oh, was fun guys man, that was fun fun guys now i have to wake up tomorrow morning and go get cavities filled and one of them might need a root canal and they don't know yet oh dang phil get this if you can if you can find it it's good uh what's the it's ABV. a stone 26th anniversary ipa so 26 percent uh, abv it's a nine point nine point seven nine point seven not bad does it come in a tall can? It no. It comes in six pack of twelves and or it comes Ooh. in like a bomber. Does it come in a forty? A bomber? Yeah, you can get it in a bomber. Is that is that like a forty? Like no. Is that a it's pint? Like a, it's like a pint and a half or something. I don't know. Bomber. Like five hundred mil. I think it's like a half liter. Yeah. The bomber is a US <laughs> It's twenty two ounces. But I just love that this says the yeah, bomber yeah. is a unit used to measure beer volume. And this website says uh, the bomber is a U.S. standard size bottle. <laughs> oh, it's just saying, okay. It's saying, I thought it was saying bomber is like a standard unit. Oh. <laughs> um, so what does it look like? It's just it's like, just like a 20-ounce bottle, I guess, right? It looks like, like a big a, bottle. Yeah. It's like a it's big just like a beer bottle. Scaled up, scaled up beer bottle. Yeah, because yeah. how much is in a beer bottle? Twelve yeah, 12, ounces. Twelve, yeah. Okay, usually twelve. Yeah, yeah and a pint is what sixteen, like sixteen point nine ounces, I think. That's a liter. That sounds right. 
No. No. That's not a liter. It must be like a half liter. A half liter, like 500 milliliters, which is like a metric pint. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is 16.9 ounces. I don't know. Yeah. It is a pint. Do you say different from or different to? Different from. That's like a U.S. versus U.K. thing, too, right? Yeah. Like my sister-in-law is from Australia, and she's always different too. Yeah, which seems so weird. To, like it makes it doesn't. It literally doesn't make sense in my there mind. There was this video. Uh, this is part. It's always like validating to look at comments. There was this video, and I can't remember what it was. It was like a pretty compelling subject in the video, and and the person narrating kept saying she was like telling oh this thing crazy thing just happened there was this thing underneath of this other thing and she kept saying underneath of oh and like every comment was about underneath of, and it was like an interesting video but they were like why are you saying underneath of which is like on one hand that was also my first thought but then it's like man do we really have to make everybody self-conscious about every little you know Right, right different thing they do underneath of yeah, like some people say Beethoven, like let it go. Exactly. <laughs> some people say the Imagine go. Dragons. <laughs> now that I oh. now that I'm 40, I'm going to say I'm just leaning into Beethoven. I'm Beethoven I'm full bore. I mean, it's too late to change, right? Yeah. So, I I'm going to before before we end, I'm going to tell a, a short uh story that is my son being Wait, funny we, and my mother-in-law being what well, we i mean we're still recording no go for it um so my mother-in-law is 90 years my old. mother-in-law 90 years old <laughs> and battle axe she cannot hear but she refuses to acknowledge that she can't hear give her a break phil she's 90 years old yeah she is 90 so we're leaving our house to drive to their house for dinner and we were running late and Kathy says, Oh, I'm going to call my mom to tell her that, that we're running late. And so she picks up the phone and calls her on speaker. First mistake calls her on She's speaker. Like, no worries. I've got nothing but time. <laughs> <laughs> calls her on speaker from the car and says, Hey mom. And she goes, she goes, Hey honey. And so the three, all three of us are in the car. Me, my wife and our son and uh she goes hey honey and kathy goes hey mom we're running late um we'll be there in like 20 minutes and she goes 10 minutes and kathy goes no 20 minutes and she goes she goes okay 10 minutes and i go no gene and like i'm like now i'm like louder because this is odd speaker i'm like louder than my wife by like you know twice as much i go no gene 20 minutes and she goes all right honey we'll see you in 10 minutes and she hangs up the phone dude i hope she's just trolling you how great would that josiah josiah bursts out laughing and goes she's so old her ears her ears are so old and we try really hard to like not like you know say negative things about grandma in front of him but like I could not contain myself. I laughed so freaking yeah, hard. That's great. That's very at funny. him. Just her like ears are so old. Her ears. <laughs> her ears are a so great old. line. 
<laughs> and then he kept saying it. Then this is what's even better is that all weekend he was going, he goes, all right, honey, 10 minutes. <laughs> and then he'd laugh really hard. Oh, uh, that's great. <laughs> that's very He's got funny. a good sense of comedy. Yes, yes. Yeah, because there's so, so many ways you could have like made a callback to that moment that would not yeah. have been very funny, but that's yeah, but a that's very great. funny way to do it. <laughs> yeah, he just yeah. randomly, and he randomly says it. <laughs> All right, honey, 10 minutes. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, that's the episode time. And he's like, he's like making fun of her, but he's also like a tiny bit trolling you too. Yeah, yeah, right? exactly. Because I was like, like so annoyed at it, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, that's good. That's very good. Okay, not excellent, but very good. This is very good. Right, this is a four out of five. Right. Yeah. Just yeah, just very like the uh, chorus pedal here. Yeah. yeah. All right. Thanks for friendship. Thanks for friendship. Thanks for friendship. Mm-hmm.